Explore New Jersey in every season. From 130 miles of sunny shorelines to waterfalls, rivers, and majestic mountainsides, visit the East Coast's most scenic parks, iconic venues, and historic landmarks. Discover artistic places and inspiring spaces, gaming, nightlife, views of center stage, and true New Jersey adventures that go on for days. Plan your itinerary today at visitnj.org. Ram Power Days is going on now with our most powerful lineup of trucks ever. Hurry in and don't just feel the power, own it. Right now, get 2.9% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab. Don't miss this great offer. 2.9% APR financing for 72 months equals 15.15 per month per 1,000 financed for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 10 2022 uh, I, well, I don't do introductions unless you want to introduce, you don't have to. You just, I, I usually just talk, and eventually someone will say their name or whatever. I, I just, I'm like, yo, man, and then you... Well, and also when you load it up, you say it's who is on it or whatever, you know? Right, yeah, like on, on, the, on the video, it's like, this is who it is. I don't have to, like, do some... Weird thing where it's like, hey everybody, look who we're talking with today, man. I don't know who this guy is, man. But Who's ready to podcast? It's like, oh, dude, this is so fucking fake and shit. So this is the real shit, man. I'm just, I'm just the guy hitting record, though, man. You know. Yeah. It's all, all the fuck it is, man. Let it be organic. Yeah, you don't, you don't need to fucking rush the shit. You don't need to like make it, make it all weird. Because uh, I've done ones where it's, it's got weird where, you know, I'm trying to fucking make it all, hey, 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 you know, but I can't, I don't talk that way, man, it sounds, sounds weird. It sounds, sounds forced and sound, yeah. artificial. Yeah, no one likes forced artificial stuff, man. Um, I don't know, I've done podcasts where I try to make it, like I got in other people's ones where I try to like, myself sound cool not cool but like you know like I might be more entertaining but then I, I can't do it the last few minutes and right fuck it I'm back to just just shooting the shit man like I do anyway man um you know I have some podcasts where I play games and shit I'm just like eh, I'll do it but it's not not ideally where where I go right yeah well it's, uh, you know and I was, thinking, I was like oh should I like try different characters, and, I mean, you know, just maybe eventually, like, down the line, I can try characters, but I was just like, you know, because, like, um, like, Larry the Cable Guy, yeah, he, um, he would go on this um, radio show every morning, and, um, so, you know, he, he did it so he was forced to write new material every day, but he also did a different character each day just to like work on his own personal uh whatever um anyways and one of the characters was Larry the cable guy and he was like this blue collar guy and it just stuck you know and that's that's kind of why it would be cool to try different characters, but, you know. Yeah. If you want to try different characters, try different characters, man. I'm not, I'm not stopping you, man. If that's, that's where you're going normally, put, dude. Put in, like, a, put in like a, a, a doorbell sound effect. You're like, oh, we got a visitor. He, 
Who's visiting us today? A knock on the door. Yeah. Like a, Who the like fuck a, is that, man? <laughs> oh, gotta see who's at the door. <laughs> yeah, that's silly. But if, if that's that's what you do, man, yeah, that's we'll what see. you do, man. <laughs> I'm cool with it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say no if that's uh, that's where you're going, man. Right. Well, and that's you know, like um, like in all improv and sketch comedy. Um, like, shoot, I don't remember what it's called, um, Monty Python, I think it was Monty Python, or Kids in the Hall, or something, they were always like, yes and, meaning, uh, like, when you bring a suggestion to the table, yeah. you're like, yes and and, like, you go with it, you know, but... Yeah, that's the, that improv rule, uh, yeah, the yes and... Keep everything flowing yep. into something to the conversation rather than just that's a stupid idea. Yeah, then you're like, oh well, uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> like the sounds of the crickets, you know. Is that someone at the door? <laughs> You know, that's, you know, that's what happens, man. You get, you get shit like that, dude. And it's like, okay, well, that's, that's how I stop the conversation. No, I'm not knocking the door, but, uh, yeah, not, not doing the yes and. Conversations. Conversations. Mm -hmm. Saying yes and all the time. There's other ways to do it than saying yes and, but yes and kind of. I don't know, is that that ground rule? Ground rule, yeah. When I first heard that, I thought that you were actually supposed to say yes and, not just in in terms of like the exercise of yes and, where you just you go with it. I thought you actually were like yes and, and then like went with it. Yeah. My buddy's like, no, no, no. You just you go with it. You don't say yes and. You just go with it. I'm like oh. Right. <laughs> I think it's funny the other way, man. It's more fun just to say yes and. Right. Can everyone, you know, at least think in that way? Yes. And? Yeah. Uh, you keep uh, the ball rolling and <laughs> continue with the idea. Yeah, every time you say yes and, you just kind of... Uh, yeah, it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really keep the ball rolling. It says it does. Right. And it, well, it almost triggers you to to um, work within like the same parameters, but also like change change it to some degree, you know. So you're like, like, what's the deal with education? Yes, and <laughs> uh, education. Why is college? So expensive. Because they want us. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I like that. that that's how yes and works. Mm -hmm. It's uh, I don't know. Yeah, like like I was saying earlier, I can't. I'm a lot better at uh, improv than remembering lines. But sometimes with improv, if it's not going, I don't. I don't like 
go out of my way to like make improv work. Which is it kind of sounds like a dick thing, but um, you know, I, I, I like doing in, improv, improv stuff, but uh, at the same time, I don't want it to sound not organic. Uh, same sort of thing. It gets. I don't mind stuff getting weird, but sometimes it's like, eh, that sounds kind of stupid. I have to bring it to something else, and not, you know, not the best fucking, most entertaining. Well, some ideas are just crap. Yeah. You know? And that's when you just say, no. No. No, no and yeah. never again. Yeah. yeah, no and never again should totally be the other yes and. I like that, man. No and never again. Fuck <laughs> your idea. Your idea sucks. Let's just kill that, and I'll talk about how shitty that idea is for a long time until you have idea, or until you have time to think up a new idea that doesn't fucking suck so much, and then bring it back and run it by me again and see if I want to <laughs> go with it. Otherwise, fuck your ideas. I'll just keep talking about your ideas suck. Yeah, that's what I bring to yeah. the table. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of negativity all the time. Yeah, that's that's what I like. If I can't if I can't be negative, I don't want to do it. I love being negative. Uh, it's really nice. I can always find something to fucking bitch about. Man. Like shit on. Yeah, to shit on, man. I shit on. I went on my buddy's podcast uh, like a month ago, and. Uh, I had this whole thing about dogs. I just fucking shit on dogs for a long time. I like dogs. I'm, I'm down with dogs. But then again, I don't like dogs. And I was a mailman. And I, really? You were? Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't like dogs, would you? Yeah. How'd you get that gig? I thought they only gave that to, like, older people. Um, I, a guy knew me. Uh, so I had that going guy yeah, that was in the kind of uppers of the post office around here, and uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm glad I'm not doing it now. No, fucking fuck that job, dude. Really? Yeah, like it's it's nice if you get the right thing to do, but what I was doing wasn't good. Like I heard this one guy, man, he goes and. He works somewhere down in Portland, I forgot where, I think over in Southeast, and he just goes in there, they have his, everything all ready for him, they just hand his mail, and he goes out and walks the route, delivers mail to people's houses, and I'm like, that'd be fucking alright. But, I got put in the office with all the, like... The Koreans or whatever? Oh, no, it wasn't all the Koreans, it was everybody, they figured everybody, uh, since it's a union job, you know, government job, um, rather than have everybody who's had any problems all spread out throughout the whole city, or the whole district and shit, like through the Portland area, that um, they just put them all in one office and just have like one really shitty office. <laughs> and that's the office I ended up at. Oh gosh. Because there was an opening there. And uh, with everything you have to wait, everything's all seniority. So it's, uh, when you start out, like I was a, um, a rural carrier, um, and so, like, I, uh, but I was a substitute, you start as a substitute, and you're guaranteed one Saturday every other week, and the other five days of the week, you're on call, 
so you can't have another job because you might get called in if you don't and if you don't go in you fucking get fired and uh yeah um and you go in there and so you have to put up all the mail you have to fucking sort out all the mail for the whole route every day and then you have to put it all up and then take it all down and then take it out on your route and you know, it, it gets pretty uh, pretty shitty pretty quick, man. Yeah. Yeah. I did it for about oh, almost two years. But then uh, I ended up fucking up my wrists. Ratchet both my wrists and my hands. Just all that chronic masturbation. All the chronic masturbation, man. Um, while I was working. <laughs> you know, really put a strain on things, man. And, um, I don't know. And so like, my doctor said I couldn't fucking do that anymore. Uh, so it kind of worked out nice, yeah. but, you know, it stopped me from doing a lot of the other things, though, too, like, because from the chronic masturbation at work, you know, it's fucking, um, like, playing music and shit, like. You mean Guitar Hero? Well, Guitar, well, <laughs> at, this was at the time of Guitar Hero, too. Um, <laughs> it's just pretty, pretty funny. Um. Like, my friend and I, we were, like, video game promoters. What? We'd go to bars, and this was during the time of Guitar Hero. And, dude, man, that shit, it was cool, except for when you go into a bar and you have people who play Guitar Hero. It's like karaoke, but with Guitar Hero, you get people who are really, really into Guitar Hero, and, like, they want to play, you know, the... It's like the equivalent of someone playing, or singing, wanting to sing, uh, you know, Don't Stop Believing by Journey over and over, but it's like that with Guitar Hero, with, you know, certain songs, like, and dude, we just fucking got More it. than a feeling, like... Oh yeah, dude, like... I can get expert! Just, just let me do it one more time, I yeah. can get expert. Yeah, and it's like, you just hear the same shit, and it's like, dude, stop, 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 and, uh, so we bring other games and shit, everyone's still wanting to play Guitar Hero, and, uh... Eventually, at the end of it, once we both decided we're, we're done with this, um, we, I don't know if it was, I think that was when I was working at the post office I was doing that, because I needed some extra income, so I could work at night, I couldn't work during the day, um, uh, we ended up taking the guitar to... Um, a fan's being the weapons match. We gotta see them fucking smash guitar over someone's head. That was the end of that fucking shit, man. <laughs> that and wasn't the one that we just had. No, it? this was like 2009, somewhere in there, maybe something like that. Um, yeah, because I think we did that. Yeah, maybe like, I think we were doing that from like 2007 to 2009. We just, that was kind of right job. So, um, but then, yeah, then I was more into, like, making making beats after that. Making beats? Yeah. But, what, what program? Uh, a couple PlayStation 2s and a DJ mixer. Like EJ's Club World? Oh, uh, no, yeah, it was this, it was this uh, game called uh, Magic's Music Maker. And, like, they have the stuff on the computer as well, but it's like this uh, program that was made, like, by Germans and British people together, and it's just like, kind of like a loop, looping program, and so yeah. like, 
we both put, make these loops kind of things and just kind of switch back with the DJ mixer between us two. Right. And uh, make shit. So, but like, I don't know. I, I would have liked to have been able to like, you know, spin records or like, because I mean, we do stuff. Uh, it wasn't like, you know, we, we were in you know, iPods and we'd like be like switching little uh, dials and shit. Well, that don't really do anything, just doing it just, and, you know, bobbing the head and... Just you know, like the aesthetic, like visual, like, oh, he's live mixing, yeah. but it's really just playing that part. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one of those. But like, we were actually like, we had our PlayStation controller, so it looked like, you know, we were, uh, and we were actually like, you know, doing shit with it, but like, while we were doing it live, but it didn't didn't translate very well live, uh, which is kind of good. It was more like, it, I don't know, we like making trippy music more than we like making, uh, you know, we didn't want to be like club bangers and shit, you know, like doing that whole whole thing that wasn't really, wasn't really what we were about. And so like, um, we were about to do like our first like big show. Uh, and that morning that we were supposed to do it, um, the guy I was making tunes with just was like, I don't want to do this anymore, I'm fucking done. And like, we didn't really talk after that. That was like, that was the end of it, dude. And so like, I just had all this fucking music just sitting around. And, you know, I eventually put it to use. Like, a little while later, I had a YouTube show and I used to score it. And that was... That was kind of fun. Somehow that worked out. And, uh, yeah. And, like, I don't know, because I play piano. Can't really do that very much. I can play for, like, five minutes. And, you know, same with the... I play mandolin a little bit, and I can play it for, like, five minutes. And still, even now, like, most of it with my hands, I can't do more than, like... If I can make it 15 minutes, I'm, I'm good. But mostly it's about 10 minutes, and my shit fucking, like, locks up. Wow. Yeah, so like, I don't know, most of that shit, just out the window, dude, like, I don't know, man, like, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, like, if you do get back into it to some degree, you could do, like, the, whether it's the PS2 music producing or, like, um, you know, even if you get into, like, Reason or Ableton or FL Studios, where you just pre-program all the beats and then you could just be like a, a producer. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I thought about that, man. It's just, uh, I don't know, it's uh, just kind of gone away right now, man. Like, I, I just kind of got out of doing a lot of, I made a whole bunch. Um, recently, my friend and I were talking about making a YouTube show and so I made a whole bunch of music for that. And so that's just sort of sitting. I did that maybe two or three months ago. Just in one day, like, I made, like, like 21, 21 tracks in a day or something like that. That's, that's kind of how I work, usually. I don't do a lot of shit, but, like, when shit's there, it's, it's fucking... Everything's fucking coming out Straight there. Straight when the iron's hot. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's how I'm with fucking everything. If I'm with writing, with fucking, you know, thinking of jokes, with anything like and, and the rest of the time let's just fucking 
there's nothing, there's nothing coming out. But like when shit's coming out, it's fucking there. And if I don't, I don't do anything with it, it's gone. So I have to at least record it somehow. And you know, that's why podcasts are good. And that's why I'm glad I don't have like some sort of set schedule because they're, you know, I can't, I don't know, I can't really like be on all the time. Like, uh, but like whenever I feel like doing it, I can make, I want to make fucking podcasts right now. You know, I can, I'm, I'm down, like, there's, I, I know when I can do it, and there's some, you know, sometimes I'll just go, you know, a few weeks without doing anything, I'll do, like, four or five in, like, a week or something, and mm-hmm. that's just, be able to put out one a week, as long as I'm somewhere around there, you know? Yeah. Keep it fucking constant. But, it's, uh, I don't know, man, fuck, it's, it's, it's just a trip, man. It's a fucking trip, man, how heads work. Yeah. So... I don't know, man, but, yeah, so, I don't fucking do shit with my hands. I was a cook for a long time, couldn't cook anymore, because, uh, like, like I was saying, you know, my hands, like, I can only do it for so long, and you have to be able to work fast if you're a cook. That's, yeah, so now you just, like, cook, like, Totino's pizzas and banquet dinners in the microwave? Oh, no, dude, if I cook, <laughs> I'll take my time, I'll take my time, I don't have to fucking do it fast, I can cook whatever I want. I'm, I'm a good cook, I just... Not a, a fast cook, man, like, so, I don't have to cook for other people anymore, uh, who are paying me money to cook, which is, which is pretty alright, dude. Right. I fucking, I'm glad I'm not doing that. I've, I've, we, I waited tables for like eight years, and I never, like, working in the kitchen was never appealing. Like, I don't know what it was, it's just... I think it might have just been because I've always resisted cooking. I've always just been like, oh, I can just go eat out if I'm hungry. And never, never was into preparing food. Like, I don't know, like, whenever I did, I put, like, way too much into it and stuff. And, like, oh, I got to make this, this, uh, like, I got, like, the Jack Lillian Power Juicer for Christmas one year. Oh, shit. And, uh, I was like, oh... I'm going to make this perfect, you know, rather than just getting, like, a bag of oranges and, like, some apples and, and a grapefruit or whatever and, like, carrots and just blending something, I went to the store and I got, like, one of each thing, you know, like, I got, like, this watermelon and this pineapple and a star fruit and this and that and ginger and just, like, one of each thing and then, like, juiced it all and then that was, like, you know, like, I put all this preparation, I don't know, I just... It just was, yeah, but I mean, I'm getting more into cooking now just because I'm like, you know, um, taking the fitness a little more seriously and like preparing my meals and like, you know, rather than going to Burger King and eating all that, like the Angry Whopper, delicious, delicious Angry Whopper, like, like last night I had uh, tuna and I like mayonnaise and a little bit of cheese and like melted it so it was like a tuna melt but then I also got the it's like a salad uh um like a salad kit where it's like spinach and kale and it has a little pack of like dressing and and oh, cherries yeah. dried cherries and you just mix it and I pour everything in the bag and shake it up and like have that and the tuna melt you know and then like this these I get these fiber one bars and yeah just try to make it more it's like you know, if you plan it out, then you you are scrambling and like 
sacrificing like the better choices you know if you're like this is what I'm eating for this meal and like there's no other options like this is concretely like what I'm going to eat yeah. and then you're not like oh well I kind of feel like a, I kind of feel like an angry Whopper and some french fries and a soda like yeah no I got you man like I don't know. Last night, man, I fucking was just... Did you gorge? Yeah, well, there was fucking pizza. Uh, <laughs> I was eating pizza, man. Like, I just kept getting pizza, like, uh... It was good. Good fucking pizza. From... These guys, they have a bagel cart. And, uh... I want to say it's called Taste Buds. I'm going to give them a shout-out. Uh, but I made pizza last night, man, and it, shit was pretty good, man. Uh, I made a whole bunch, and so... And that was near work, or what? Yeah, I was at my work. They came in. And, Where do you work at? Um, on Grimm. On Grimm? Yeah. Like the movie, yeah. or the show? Yeah. So, like... You work on it? Yeah. Like, you're a gaffer, or what? No, security, man. Yeah? yeah. How'd you get that gig? Uh, sucked a few penises, and... Yeah? Four, so it's not a few. <laughs> but, you know, I knew I had to do. But, um, yeah, so, like, normally it's just, you know, go in and get catering. Sometimes, if it's one of the good days, and there's craft services, so just sit and drink a lot of coffee, get some bananas and some apples and red licorice. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, <and> pizza. <laughs> that was kind of what I was rocking yesterday, man. Good. And, yeah, and some almonds. And, uh, Get those good fatties in there. Yeah. Uh, healthy fats. So, yeah, it's just kind of whatever. And today's probably going to be somewhere on the same thing. Hopefully they restock the fucking craft services truck <laughs> so I can just keep hanging out there. <laughs> That's my spot right there, man. I can just get coffee and... Usually they have some, they usually make some little snacks or something, but sometimes I'm out, like, in random places uh, where they're not doing anything. I'm just sitting there watching some equipment, like, the day they're not shooting. So it's like, then I have to bring, bring my own food, and that's usually how it goes. But, I don't know, whenever they're filming, there's usually something going on, so... Uh, works out. It's gonna be fucking. They're done here in like a week, or maybe, maybe tomorrow. Might be done tomorrow. I don't know yet. So they're done until sometime in July. Yeah. So they're putting us somewhere else. I don't know where we're working here the next fucking four, three months. Yeah, three months. I don't know. I don't know where it is. <laughs> I'm gonna be so. Figuring that out. Yeah, hopefully you figure something out. I'm, I'm trying to get a job right now. Like, I don't have a job right now. I had an interview on Monday, and she said she'll let me know by this next Monday. Which, I mean, it was like, it was fine. Um, it was like an on-call job, so I mean, the hours aren't like um, regular or whatever, but at least it would be like, um, it would be some hours. And I would still be able to get unemployment, you know, until it runs out. Right. Like, if I don't get any job 
then my unemployment will go till like September. But if I do get a job, then however much I do work, the rest of it is like equaled out with my unemployment. Um, but I don't know. I'm trying to get trying to. I'm gonna do my CNA two course this summer, you know, and then that'll put me in the running for. That'll make me more eligible for these hospital jobs that I've been applying to, but I know, like, it's, it's a weird, I mean, if push comes to shove, I can just get a job as a CNA in, like, an old folks home or something, but I really don't want to do that. I'm, Have you done that before? I, I did it for my clinicals, like, you do, like, seven weeks of class and then four weeks of you know, clinical, and it was like 12 shifts over four weeks in the nursing home, and I mean, it just, it sucked, like, get there at, get there at like 6.30 in the morning, so you know, I was up at like 5, and this was before I had a car, so I was like up at 5, left the house at 5.30, got there at 6.30, like, had to get like 8, geriatrics that like can't do anything on their own like out of their beds change their diaper like clean them up get them to the cafeteria feed them and you were like everything was was done on a time constraint so like you're shoveling food like in their mouths like you're feeding this one person feeding this next person feeding just going down the line like shoving food in their mouth you know, hoping that they don't choke, you know, and, um, you know, and then you get them to, like, the, uh, whatever the, I don't even know what it's called, but it's like, they have, like, a little church, you take them to mass or whatever, and, and then take them to lunch, and it was just, it was, I mean, um, yeah, it was just really frustrating, because you were always, I don't know, like, yeah, it was just, uh, I don't know, the, the only, like, I wouldn't mind changing my parents' diapers or, like, my own kids' diapers, but, yeah. like, I don't know, it takes a special person to, to do that for a stranger. And the worst part yeah. was I wasn't getting paid to do it. I had to pay, like, the whole course was, like, 1300 bucks, and so I paid all this money to do that. You were paying on to change diapers. Yeah and like force feed these people and there was a couple times when these people were like eating and they like seemed they, it seemed like they were choking you know and like you know this one lady like this one lady was uh quadriplegic neck down you know and I'm like feeding her and she's just like ah, ah, ah. I'm like you want some juice? I'm like, well, she's not choking, but she's not like, it's <laughs> like, oh gosh. And I just like waited a little bit and I'm like, all right, smaller, smaller bites now. But it's just, it's just really scary. And they're so, and, and so many of them are, they have a, a DNR order. So like if they stop breathing, you don't resuscitate them, you know? And so it's already like, they're so close to being on the edge that it's like, well, I don't know. 
but then I got the job at the other hospital and got comfortable there and started pissing around and lost focus of my ultimate goal. You know, I was like, oh, I just want to stop and fuck around and yeah, that's only fun for so long. So, but yeah, so yeah, I got I got some time before I'm ultimately effed for not having a job, but. For now, yeah, for a few months. But I mean, it's already been the end of this month will be two months, you know. And I've I've applied to like over a hundred for over like a hundred positions. I've had three interviews and nothing. So that's why you get a podcast, man. War. <laughs> Yeah, when you start making money off this, let me know. Yeah, man, yeah, you get, you get a cut, man. And, and, I'll, and then you can come back. And I'll, you I'll help you do this as much as you need, full-time. Whatever you need me to do, I will do, as long as we can start getting some income off of it. Okay. Well, cool. Then I'll, I'll, I'll put you in charge of sales, man. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You gotta get a sponsor, to some degree. Yeah, man. Uh, I have a sponsor, man. Good guy, man. Uh, he got me to stop drinking. Uh, well, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Different kind of sponsor, but... Um, no, uh, yeah, I'm... I don't know. I just... I, I enjoy doing it just because... It's almost, I don't know. I don't know. Because I listen to some of these and... There's no one I really want as a sponsor. Well, like, you know... As, like, there's a lot of good podcasts out there. You know, there's, like, the Adam Carolla show, and, um, the, like, now there's, like, the Stone Cold podcast and the Jim Ross, the Ross Report, like, but those guys are already, like, making money off of it because they're already established. Oh, yeah. You know, like, and The Undertaker is going to be on Stone Cold's next podcast. Oh, shit. Yeah. And he, like, never does media... Appearances, and this is after his WrestleMania loss. <coughs> oh fuck! Yeah, so that'll be interesting to listen to. Yeah, him talking, man, like for more than thirty seconds hasn't really happened. His, his podcasts are like an hour long. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say. It'll be interesting for sure. I fucking I, I listen. I haven't got to listen to many podcasts the last like couple of weeks. I'm riding my bike, so it's like I don't know as much. To, usually I'm on the bus, and that's usually when I listen to podcasts. But I'm riding my bike, so. <laughs> I, I like Tattletail. It's going over that uh, going on the waterfront is. Fucking hell. Mm -hmm. uh, you gotta do some fucking mad weaving through that shit, man. If you're cruising, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if um, if I leave late and I gotta fucking make up some time and I'm going through that waterfront, I, I get fucking. I get going. I just try to make them through everyone, and if I can, I can. If I can't, fuck them. I'll just hit them. Get where do you where do you go to do the the security for Graham? All over. Just okay. Yeah, but usually, I mean, because there's a trail that starts um, like across the street, um, 
and it just goes along the the water pretty much the whole way, um, to, and then down by like um, the south waterfront area where the bottom of the OHSU and the tram is, mm -hmm. and then goes down along the waterfront, and then it's like most time I'm up in like northwest Portland and shit, or um, or over in like northeast. So usually I'll end up like you know riding over the um, down the waterfront, and then you're like going over the the steel bridge or like going up further and going in northwest or something up in there like an industrial area. You know, it's usually somewhere up in there. And uh it's just right up through there. It's right along the waterfront most of the way and yeah. If it's a nice day man, people people are out on that waterfront. And every day I come back, man, like whenever I come back there there's always people fucking blazing up on the in the, wow. on the waterfront. It's like, and it's the same spot every time, and, you know, I know it's cool, it's, uh, but, you know, most people are just sitting there. No one walks around, everyone. That's something you gotta learn when, when you get older. Uh, you be smoking pot, you need to be moving around. Don't stay in one spot when you're smoking pot. Right. That's, uh, that's something I've learned. Well, and it's like if you're if you're puffing tough in a car, like if you're hotboxing a car in yeah. a town, you smoke up, you, you know, you get everything, you know, all the evidence taken care of, and then you just have everyone open all the doors at once. Yeah. And it'll just billow out, for, and it'll only, it'll only be like 30 seconds, and you know, you just, obviously, like, you just anticipate no cops, and even if a cop sees that, or smells that, you know, you're not you're not doing meth, you're not doing heroin, you're not like publicly intoxicated or whatever. But like, just everyone gets out at once, and it blows out. You shut the doors, and then it's like gone. You yeah. Know? You have to be like smart about it. Um, I mean, a lot of a lot of cops or whatever don't care. People that are really cause a stink could be like the the public security on bicycles, like the yellow and black shirts. You know, oh yeah, because they have like nothing better to do, but yeah, you know, you just yeah, keep moving, and if anything, destroy the evidence because you can smell like it, like you just smoked, but that's you don't have any paraphernalia on you, so yeah, yeah, because yeah, like when I ride home, I have like a like for work, I have to wear like a yellow security vest. And so, like, I ride home, I wear that shit, man, like, and so, like, riding on my bike, man, I got a security vest on, it's not, like, just, like, the ones that the, the bike patrol have, but it looks a lot like it, so, people are usually, no one, no one fucks with me, I guess, which is nice, that was kind of nice thing on the bus, too, I wore that shit on the bus, dude. I'd be able to fucking put my legs out, I wouldn't have to be all like... Because on the bus it sucked being, having long legs, man, like... Uh, I heard someone have this, do this, I forgot who it was, um, about being on TriMet and sitting up in the front part and people yelling at them, but then, uh, about them, you know, not being, you know, a woman or fucking handicapped or whatever. But sit in the front seat because they had long legs, and I was like, yeah, yeah, man, I fucking have long legs. Cause like, dude, when I'm up in the seats, man, like that shit sucks. Cause like, 
my knees are fucking scrunched against the metal in front of me, man. No matter how I sit, man. Like, if I, I can sit sort of with my legs, like, moved over to the side. I might fit if no one's around, but if I'm stuck in there, dude, like, I can't fit in that shit. Why can't I sit in the front, man? I'm, I'm fucking... I'm, I'm, handicapped? I'm handicapped. <laughs> you have a I, disability. Yeah, I can't fit in these seats properly, man, and it's like, uh... Well, you know, I, I watch a lot of the people who are up there in the front, you mm -hmm. know, seeing what's going on and why they're sitting up front. And there's, there's larger people who sit up front and because they can't fit in the seat. Because they're freaking fat-ass, lazy-ass, Mountain Dew-drinking, Triscuit-eating fucktards. Yeah. And it's horrible, horrible diet. Like, they're always... Oh, you're just, you're skinny, like, you just have a good metabolism. It's like, no, I drink water and eat plain bagels instead of, like, Pepsi and cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. Yeah, that's the trade-off, like, don't eat McDonald's for breakfast and, uh... Lunch and dinner. Stouffer's high-in-sodium shit for dinner, like, fall into... Eating a big old meal and then going to sleep. Like, eat something and then go for a walk or do some push-ups or, like, do some crunches during the commercial breaks. Like, yeah, you have to be, like, active to some degree because, granted, you know, we're still young and we have quicker metabolisms than most. I mean, when I was in high school, I was, you know, I was 200 pounds when I graduated high school and that's because all I ate consumed was like Cheez-Its and Mountain Dew and I played Starcraft and Command and Conquer Red Alert like that was all like yeah that was just my lifestyle and I played the cross but I wasn't serious about fitness and I still ate nothing but but crap you know like all the time I'm in the best shape now than I am and it's just like you know and it's not just going through the motions either it's like um, doing certain exercises so that you're engaging like your core muscles because your core muscles are the more you consciously engage your core muscles the more they will engage on their own when you're just doing like other exercises you know so like if you're gonna if you're gonna give someone you know if you're gonna give someone a scoop slam like the like if you have really good core muscles those are going to be engaged automatically and you're not going to put all your strain on like your shoulders and oh, stuff yeah. you know and yeah. it's it's all about conscious efforts and small steps and a lot of people a lot of people like give up a lot of people don't care you know like i was actually watching there was this video i saw on uh, world star hip-hop shout out yeah. <laughs> um this guy was eating junk food in the gym. Like he had a he had a push-up bar with like donuts on strings. And he's like, um, um. and he had like the Toll House chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream in like the sleeve. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was like running on the treadmill and like eating it. Like he offered, uh, he offered some of his food to like he didn't offer it to the women like, but he offered it to like all the men. And all but, like, two of the guys had some. Like, he's he's doing, like, crunches, and each time he goes up, he eats, like, french fries. He offers the guy next to him some french fries, and the guy takes some, you know? He's got the cookie dough, and he, like, 
takes a bite and offers it to the guy next to him. He takes a bite. Same with like the ice cream, and it just shows that like we're so we're all like programmed just like that that shit food. Like it'll make us feel good, like yeah. right away. It just makes us feel better, and it just takes you got to be like strong-willed and conscious effort, and you know these disgusting, disgusting people that are just so overweight, like. Yeah, that's fucking. It's a lot, dude. It's it a makes lot. me nauseous just talking about it. Like, there's this one lady. Oh, this one lady on the bus. I'm glad I don't ride the bus anymore. She was really overweight and rode in the cart and had a little dog. Oh, Jesus. Yep. And she had a a dude that was with her, and he was like, he wasn't overweight, but he was kind of chunky and like mental. But they were both kind of like retarded to some degree, but. Um, always always coughing I mean just the epitome of disgusting like they were fat they smelled bad they were always eating crap they were always um, either doing like uh, like scratch its or crosswords not covering their mouth when they coughed like kind of like talking down to each other like not disrespectful but like why would you do that you know like just angry and bitter and like taking it out it's like if you freaking lost some weight you'd feel better you'd beam positive energy like might start brushing your teeth like might start like washing your cooch a little maybe yeah I can smell it mirror in the back of it yeah and it's just I hate seeing I I mean I don't know it just really just really really disgusts me to see these people that are really really overweight like but I mean I don't know who you I don't even I don't know who you give less like slack to like the people that are in good shape that are making food bad food choices or the people that are like in horrible shape that are making bad food choices because it's like once you get the ball rolling you know yeah Um, and some people are just some people just have crazy metabolisms but I don't know I digress. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they roll, dude. Yeah. Downhill. Downhill. <laughs> uh, let's you, call it call it a podcast. Yeah. Okay. Do um, you do you want to say like the date or anything or? No. 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 Do you want to say anything, man? Uh, this is, Brian Isley, a.k.a. Bri Bri the Shy Guy, a.k.a. Boneyard, a.k.a. BJ from Kid Cuisine, a.k.a. Rude a Rapening, podcast (laughs) with Rusty. (laughs) That's, that's what you needed. That (laughs) is what you needed. Don't you forget that shit, bro. Uh, let's, let's get the fuck out. Bye. See ya! When the leaves start rustling, the pumpkins start plumping, and the scarecrows start crowing? 
You heed the call of fall because you eat, sleep, and drink pumpkin at Dunkin'. So take your pick of pumpkin with delicious muffins, munchkins, and donuts and pair them with a classic pumpkin spice signature latte or the ultra-smooth pumpkin cream cold brew topped with pumpkin cream cold foam. Also, you can fall harder. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed and right now you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 32 32 32 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 32 32 32 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 32 32 32 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 32 32 32 32 32 now text grade to 32 32 32 